Hello, everyone. Chaplain Philip with you again. Matthew 9, 35 and 36 paints a tender picture of how Jesus deals with us. It says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. The more I reflect on Jesus and his activities here on earth, the more I am struck with how much he loves us. He doesn't focus on our selfishness, our pettiness, our faults, our failings. He focuses on how much he loves us and on, and on how he can lavish his love upon us. In these verses, we see Jesus actively making a difference in the lives of those who are in great need. He mingles, teaches, preaches, heals, lifts up, encourages, gives hope, shows incredible patience, and most important of all, he pours out his great love in reckless abandon on all those with whom he interacts. With him, there are no limits to how much he will do for his children. I want to focus on the word compassion. Verse 36 states that when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. He saw their great need and desired to satisfy that need with his love. Compassion, what a beautiful word. Jesus has compassion for the human race. He has compassion for you and me as individuals and desires only our good. I look at the human race and I despair at how far we have strayed from the gates of Eden, from the original plans that God had for us at creation. I see our wickedness, our blindness, our inhumanity to one another, and I wonder how God can look at us with such incredible love. I marvel at his compassion. Then, to be fair, I look within myself and I see the same flaws that sin created in all of humanity, and I would be in despair if it were not for the understanding that God has the same compassion for me as an individual as he does for humanity collectively. Matthew 9.36 is not the only text where Jesus' compassion is illustrated. All of Scripture testifies to a God who has such great love, such incredible compassion for us, that is almost incomprehensible. I can only marvel and in humble gratitude Praise him for who he is and for his divine interest in you and me. How many times have you fallen short, lost your temper, been hateful, sinful, selfish? How many times have you come back to Jesus asking for his forgiveness and experiencing his restoration? It happens all the time, doesn't it? Does Jesus ever get impatient with you? Does he ever tell you, this is the last time I'm going to forgive you? No. Over and over again, Jesus picks us up, dusts us off, and sends us on our way, telling us to hold our heads up high because we are the children of the King. The Apostle John says, that, says this in 1 John 3, verse 1, Oh, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called the sons and daughters of God. Jesus has written the book on what compassion truly is. So let's shift gears just a little bit. John 13, 34. A new command I give you, love one another. 
As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Let that sink in for a moment. Do you have compassion for those you see, those you work with, your difficult family members, those who don't like you, those who are doing bad, evil things, those who are hurting others, those who manifest hatefulness and violence? Can you look on them with the same love and compassion as Jesus did, saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing, as he did when the nails were driven into his hands? He had nothing but love and compassion for them. And are we able to do the same? The answer, of course, is no. We find it easy to love the lovable, the kind, those who are nice to us. It takes divine love, love that only comes from God, as a result of our own forgiveness and redemption for us to love like Jesus. When our sins have been covered by Jesus, when we can look with love and then we can look with love and compassion on the unlovable. We were once and still are at times unlovable. But the forgiven can forgive. The loved can love. Those who have received compassion can give compassion. When this takes place, when we see others as Jesus sees us, as Jesus sees them, then we can truly keep the new command that Jesus gave us to love as he loves. I don't know about you, but I'm still a work in progress. I'm learning to love others like Jesus as I see him loving on me. Compassion is a gift from God. Love, his divine love, is a gift from God. We do not have it without him. Because Jesus walked the earth as one of us humans, he understands what our lives are like. He has empathy and experiential knowledge about what it is like to be human. He understands our weaknesses, our sins, and he came to give us what he has so that we can be like him to others. For that person who is difficult, hard to love, ask Jesus to help you walk in his or her shoes. He will give you compassion as you understand more, more fully why he or she acts and behaves in that hard-to-deal-with manner. When you see the wounds, when you see the scars, when you see the hurt and the pain, the love and compassion will flow out from your own forgiven, redeemed heart, and you will be like and act like Jesus. I always like to reference a praise song to illustrate the thoughts I share with you. Casting Crowns performs a song, Nobody, describing how when Jesus saves your soul, you want to tell everybody what happened. This is how Jesus works. He wants us to share with others what he has done for us. Jesus' love for you creates love for others in you. Jesus' compassion for you creates his compassion for others in you. Go out now and share what Jesus has done for you. And as always, may God bless you today. Until next time, I'm Chaplain Philip.